Blog Talk Radio. Hello there and welcome to another episode of Business and Books with Molly McCord. That is me and every episode I try to give you as much as I can to help you grow and build your business and your books in the best possible way for your dreams. We are all trying to make our way online and in the world today by following a passion, whether that's being an author, being an entrepreneur, being a healer, a solopreneur. There are so many people doing really good work in the world. And I want my 25 years of sales, marketing, and business experience to benefit you. So I hope that that's what you get from every episode of this new show. If you are brand new to me and my work, welcome. I appreciate you taking the time and that you found me. I have been uh, playing in the playground of consciousness and metaphysical stuff for a while. That's where I uh, have been publishing my books and uh, building my audience. But before that, I've done a lot of work with marketing, sales, branding, email marketing, um, copywriting, uh, just so much stuff. And it's been my passion to help other people use this information. Now, I've had my own clients around the world uh, for years now that I've coached and helped one-on-one, and I'm expanding to help more people. You're going to find more about me on my website, online. And that's where you also see a lot of videos that I have uh, created for you, business training videos, as well as some other resources. So I like to get that said and out there so that we can just jump right in here to our topic next. So the title of this show, Fail Fast, and you're thinking, oh no, I don't want to fail at all, right? Because <laughs> fail could be the worst four-letter word that we hear when we're trying to make money, create a business, connect with readers, connect with clients. And so fail fast is, is jargon, yes. It's jargon in the entrepreneurial world. And we're going to look at what it means and why it is important to embrace it. Okay, and it could be a little bit uncomfortable, but it's essential to understand that failing fast works in your favor. It's very important. So, what does it mean? Well, first of all, it doesn't mean failing at your business, failing at your career, or failing with a book. Fail fast is a term used to look at the smaller parts of your business that are not working, that need adjustments, that need to be performing better, that need optimal results. And so when we say fail fast, we're essentially looking at what is not working and to be adaptable to making changes. So let's say you wrote a book the book isn't selling, or you created a program that you know will help people, but it's not connecting. People are not converting. They're not buying. What you want to do is take some steps back and dissect 
with an objective perspective, the variables within your sales process that are not working. What needs to go, what isn't connecting, what needs to change. And so what we say is, okay, well, you want to fail fast. Like if something isn't working, you want to know right away, right away, so you can make the changes. Let's talk about what that looks like. Well, let's say on a sales page, the data is showing you that people are arriving at that sales page, whether they've gone through a sales funnel or they just click and they land there. They're on your sales page. They're there, right? They're your captive audience, but no one's buying. And you think, oh, my God, what am I not doing? Well, the fail fast terminology is saying you've got to figure out right away what messaging is not connecting with people. Why aren't they buying? You got them this far, right? Now, safe to say that when you launch something, a lot of eyeballs can just be looky-loos. They're just checking it out. They want to see what you're doing, what you're pricing, what, you, what your content is. So you're going to have people who are just there to check things out and to look. But after a certain point, you should have sales. You should have conversions. You should have people signing up if you're getting your message through to the right audience. And so what if that's not happening? That is when you have to be ready to adapt and make quick changes where within, say, 24 hours, 48 hours, you're able to objectively look at what's not working. What do I need to change? What do I have to back up and do better to get these sales results and to convert people? Now, that can be quite complicated, and I'm not going to go into all those variables. I'm going to stay here at a little bit of a, the broader understanding that when you, when you say, okay, this isn't working, you have to look at what isn't working and fix it right away. And a lot of people will say, well, you want to fail fast and pivot. <laughs> the pivot being, okay, you know, pivot 10 degrees this way, right? Make a quick change. Um, this, this happens a lot in the tech industry, that fail fast terminology, uh, where, okay, there's something wrong, wrong with your app, right? The, there's too many bugs. It's not working. It's, it's crashing. It's failing. Okay. Or, you know, people aren't really liking this. They're missing something. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of, say, one of the apps that we use to make a restaurant reservation, and it keeps crashing, or the wait times are wrong, or you're not uh, – your reservation isn't going through, and you're like, okay, this isn't working. So the owners of the app have to make those quick adjustments. Like you have to figure it out right away. When you're live, when you're out there, you have to figure it out right away what needs to change, where you need to pivot. If you're an author and people, you know there's an audience for your book whether it's the genre, topic, what have you. You know it's a good story. Well, what sells a book these days? The book cover. Yes, people absolutely judge a book by its cover. Do you need to redo your cover in order to generate sales? I know authors, actually I know a lot of authors who have done this. Um, they receive feedback that their book cover wasn't conveying 
what their genre is about or it wasn't conveying the information or it wasn't professional enough. If you've seen bad book covers, <laughs> you know what I mean. There's some really horrible ones out there. But when people do a design refresh and they get that new book cover done, bam, right there, they can see sales happen. So their, their fail fast and pivot was you need to redo a a book cover design, and maybe that's hard to hear if you're really attached to a book. You know, I can actually, on a personal note, I can vouch for that because my very first book that I launched, um, the cover was okay. It was probably like a solid C. And I was like, you know, this could be better. And I just had to suck it up and get a new cover design. And the person who did my book cover phenomenal he knocked it out of the park and I was like yes this is more professional this looks better this conveys what I'm trying to sell so that book cover design was my fail fast and pivot another thing for authors to be aware of are your is your book blurb is your book blurb captivating does it intrigue is it interesting Does it give a little but not a lot about the story? Does it set up the story? Does your book blurb sell your book? That's the purpose of it. You're supposed to captivate that reader right away in a paragraph. What's the mystery? What has to be solved? What's the wisdom? What's the understanding? What are they going to gain? What are they going to understand? What kind of journey are you taking them on? The book blurb is your paragraph to sell the book. And again, I know many authors who have had to rewrite their book blurb because it was just sort of meh. You're like, uh, oh well, it doesn't sound that interesting. If you spend all this time writing a book, you should spend a good amount of time writing that book blurb or hiring someone to write your book blurb. That could be where your sales are dropping off. Even if you have an amazing cover, your book blurb needs to really sell the story, sell the contents. So those are two examples for authors of where you can look at where you need to pivot, what isn't working, where the sales failure is happening. Now for anyone who is selling information, products, programs, any kind of content, anything out there, you might feel, might have a drop-off in sales. Something might not be clicking with your audience if you are not addressing what your audience wants, not what they need. It's not always about what they need. A need is second. What they want is where you're going to make the sale. And so you have to know your audience to know if you're communicating that, if you're addressing their wants. And if not, then guess what? You need to pivot. You have to address what they want. So here's an example for you. Let's say I need jeans. Okay, it's turning into fall, it's getting a little rainy, it's getting colder, I need some jeans. Go to the store, walk into Macy's, got a big display of jeans, 
And I know the rigmarole with jeans because you have to choose, let's say, like five or six pairs, different styles, different fits, different brands, take them all into the uh, dressing room, try them all on, and see what feels right, what fits. I need jeans. But I walk past a display of really cute sweaters. And I think, I want a sweater. That sweater, because I want it, is more likely to be purchased simply because I want it. And just for the story, we're going to put it on sale. (laughs) So it's on sale. I want a sweater. I can wear it all through the season, a good neutral, cute style, timeless, good quality, blah, blah, blah. I want the sweater. It's on sale. Great. I got it. Easy. Easy. Then then the jeans. Oh, the jeans are a lot of effort, but I know that I need them. And, you know, maybe I'll just wait until they go on sale. And maybe I don't really need them right away. So what can happen is you start negotiating with yourself to convince yourself, even if you might need it. Oh, I have old jeans in my closet. I don't really have to buy it. But what I want is the sweater. So in this situation, I buy the sweater. I decide never mind with the jeans. I don't want to go spend half an hour trying on different pairs of jeans. I just want to grab my sweater go to the bookstore. So this is just one anecdotal example that time and time again, we will buy what we want. It doesn't mean it's logical. It doesn't mean um, even that we should, right? It's just, it's that impulse, that sense of desire. It's typically an emotional decision-making process because we want something. Now, if I needed jeans for a specific occasion, um, if I really had no jeans at home, if I had nothing else, I would buy jeans. But, you know, I could take it or leave it. So I left, left the jeans and I went with what I want. This is really what is going on in our brains. Typically, people want something that improves their lives. They want something that makes them feel better, more confident, more uh, in control of their lives, more on their purpose. They are looking for results, improvements, something that adds to their life. And we see this every January with exercise and diet intentions, right? Gym programs, gym memberships, going to get in shape this year. So people will buy what they want, where there's a desire for something. And if you're selling something that is not clicking, you want to fail fast with this and understand that you need to change your messaging to connect with people's desires. You, you want to get to that place where it's really this, I have to have this, because they will buy what they want if they want a specific result. They will buy for a specific result. They're going to be richer, <laughs> they're going to be happier. They're going to be something, right? You're improving their life. You're teaching them something. You're adding value. 
if what you have to sell is not connecting with people, you need to look at these points. Now, there's different variables in our businesses and with what we're selling. And the fail fast is about understanding that you have to be adaptable and change the variables. And you might not know which variable is off. This is why companies do testing. They do A-B testing. Um, they do testing of different variables to see, okay, well, what performs better? Where are we strong? Where are we weak? All of that testing, I think, is, is overwhelming and isn't really applicable to a lot of entrepreneurs or solopreneurs because you only have so many resources, so much time. But you have to be adjusting and willing to adjust to continually improve your messaging and connecting with your audience. Now, again, I'm talking in broad terms here, so there's no way I could even uh, address each person's specific situation or what you're experiencing. I'm trying to just give you some information to play with so that you can assess this for yourself. Where am I falling off with my audience? Where is it not connecting? What's missing? One of the things that I like to use for <laughs> examples is food. Yes, food. And there's this television show called the, the Great British Baking Show. It's on PBS here in the U.S. And the contestants uh, film and shoot uh, this program on the weekends. And during the week, they go home to their families, to their work. But they'll know what competition is coming up. Say it's bread. Say it's macaroons. Say it's, you know, rolls. And if it's something really elaborate and intricate, they will spend all week at home practicing different recipes. What tastes the best? What, you know, if they have to build one of those sculptures with food, you know, the bread sculptures, what is strong enough? What ingredients work with this? Where do I have to adjust the ingredients? So all week long, they might make a recipe seven, nine, ten times to be ready for the weekend, to make sure they have the best recipe, the right ingredients, the right flavors, all of that. It's a great example of fail fast and pivot where you're, you're playing with the recipe, right? No, no, no rosemary in that, or let's add in some oranges, or maybe bring in some walnuts, needs more salt, needs more baking soda, you know, all those variables, that's the analogy here. Is your recipe, you have to keep testing it to see what performs and to be aware of what doesn't work. So the fail fast is understanding that you will always have things to work out and improve. It just comes with the package and it's part of how the on, especially online, um, everything is changing so fast these days. You can't really rely on one thing that worked previously to keep working. And I actually have an example about that with one of my books. I did a promotion for one of my books, oh, about two years ago. And I spent maybe $150 for this promotion. And I got it out there, and it had 
few thousand downloads or so, and at the time that was great. Uh, my some of my books are very niche. You know, they're not for everybody. They're not for the masses. But if I can connect with the right audience, that's gold. And so that book, with that promotion, did awesome. I was so happy with the results. So, of course, I'm going to repeat it. I waited about five or six months, repeated that exact same marketing promotion, same book, same price, same marketing um, channels and promotions, promotion websites that I used before. And I think I used a little less money. I think I spent $100 instead of 150 It completely bombed. <laughs> In fact, I think I lost money. Uh, or I didn't make I didn't make back my hundred dollars. I didn't even make my hundred dollars back, and I did the exact same thing. But it had been about five or six months, and so much had changed in the online landscape that I went back and I was trying to figure out well why did this not get strong results like last time, and I realized it's because there were just so many more people doing the same thing, it was hard to stand out. It, 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 and, I, and I bet if you've been doing stuff online for a while, you've seen this happen. You know that things are changing and that you can do something once and it just doesn't work again and there's more people because people follow what works. So we're continually having to adjust our our marketing strategies and our expectations always adjusting our expectations. And, of course, we never want to have something fail or not work. But it's important to know that it's normal. And, I, I mean, I have actually I have a lot of stories here. Um, I was, I've been helping some other authors and entrepreneurs, small business owners with their projects and I was helping this one gal with one of her online programs and she put so much work into it and we knew our marketing approach for launching it and we knew our sales uh, pricing it was good pricing um the content was exceptional like it was a great it was a good program and she launched it and oh I think we had a very, I would say, a very low turnout. I want to say five people signed up for her online program. And she wasn't prepared to change anything to reach more people. She just wasn't. Um, she gave up. That's what she did. And I was, you know, really trying to get through to her, you can't give up, like, this is just the beginning point. We look at what works. We looked at what, you know, we need to ask these people why they purchased or, um, you know, what drew them in. And then we take that information and we expand it and we go out to find more of those same people. She didn't want to. She was so defeated and discouraged. And that's okay to feel that way. I'm, I'm an acceptor of feelings. It's okay to be bummed out by a launch that only – brought in five people and you wanted a hundred. But you have to be ready to pivot. And you've got to, you know, pick it up, pick up the pieces, come back to your intention, come back to what you're creating, come back to what you want. 
reassess, and go forward with that new approach. The one and done is very rare. The Being able to launch something these days requires a lot more than it did before. People are busy. Everyone's you know, overwhelmed, it's harder to reach eyeballs or get attention. It's just a different tactic now. And so she wasn't – I saw this as when I was helping her, it's like, well, we just need to, you know, pivot. We're going to make adjustments. We're going to do this. And she wasn't ready to do that. So she spent all this time making this beautiful program, and she let fail happen too soon. Please don't do that. (laughs) Please don't do that for yourself because I know that you put so much time and energy into something. I know it means a lot to you. I know you know it can help people or entertain them, educate them. You know, it, it offers something, right? So understand that we will always make, we always need to make adjustments and be willing to make adjustments. Don't get stuck in one particular outcome that you have to have by a certain amount of time. Stay open to other strategies, other approaches, taking another path. I think this gal, um, the other thing I know too is that it was her first time, it was her first program and so she already felt a little bit, uh, what's the word, vulnerable or tender, you know, like, oh, I'm putting myself out there. Are people going to connect with this? So she was already feeling that, which, by the way, is so normal. My gosh, I mean, anytime you put something out there from your heart is so normal where you feel um, maybe you're, you're getting stronger in it, let's say. You're don't, maybe you're in the process of feeling really good about it and you're not at 100%. And she just wasn't at 100%, but unfortunately, she was only at 30%. And I was trying to push her forward to say, okay, we're going to try this, let's do this, look at this. But, you know, what I've realized, too, about my role in working with clients is that I can't do it all for them. You have to want this. You have to be motivated. You have to be willing. You have to be adjustable. And I, I am happy to help you with all of that. Also with the expectations. And so that's, that was her choice um, to sit on it, to not pursue it, to just let it be. I hope, actually, that what she created is timeless. I hope she gets motivated to bring it back even. That would be fabulous because it's, it's not like it's expired. It's pretty evergreen. But that's her choice. I just don't want you to feel too discouraged at times that you give up after putting all this time and energy into something that you know is valuable. And that's why I think it's important to understand this fail fast and pivot concept so that you can include it in your expectations. You have it in your mental space where you know that, okay, no matter what, I'm going to be able to change this up, try something new, And keep going. And keep going. You don't have to walk away if you don't get the book launch results that you want. My first book, I launched it three times. And on the third time I launched it, 
that's when I got 28,000 downloads and I made the Kindle top 100. I had to really work for that and really research it and figure out a new strategy and a new way to do it. My first book launch went okay, and then it just sank. And then I did more research and did a second one, learned more. Oh, okay, I need to do this, I need to do that. And then by the third one, I got it. And I'm like, okay, this is how I have to get this out there. And it worked. I would say that I failed in the fail fast concept is very common. And I hope that this show has given you the insight and the understanding that it's not even fail that you need to focus on. <laughs> it's about the pivot. It's about adjusting. It's about what needs to happen, what needs to change so that you can connect with your audience in a valuable, meaningful way and know that there are many ways to do that. And as long as you keep showing up to do that, you'll find the right recipe. You'll find the right recipe. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy the other episodes of this brand new podcast. And I'll be back here soon with more information to share with you about business and books. Please subscribe and be sure to check out my website at mollymccord.online. I will see you soon. Bye-bye. 